Welcome back, everyone, to the Silent Seminar podcast here in the Silent Seminar classroom. Today, we have a special, special guest. He's actually pretty big on TikTok. He was known for his axe throwing, and now he's known for chugging drinks, uh, basically, uh, really fast. <laughs> so, everyone here is Dominic Chilson. Today, I am here with my partner, Matt Ebert. So, Dominic, uh, what is the whole story behind not uploading? Because I know for a while there, you uploaded videos of axe throwing. And I personally enjoyed them. What happened? Like, what was happening with that? What was wrong? A uh, community guideline violation after community guideline violation for dangerous activities. And so pretty much took just like a month or two off completely. Or like I'd post, I tried doing electric longboarding stuff. I didn't take off at all, so then I just sort of stopped. I do want to say it's something that you could do that's really, I find amazing, because I have a hard time trying to find my niche, is what they call it. Mm -hmm. You are really good at finding a niche and sticking to it. So I applaud you on that. Is there anything else, like a YouTube channel or anything else you upload, like any of this stuff on? Occasionally, I'll do Instagram pictures or maybe repost a TikTok on Instagram. But other than that, uh, pretty much, I, I'll do Snapchat story, but that's about it. Okay, I get it. I got you. So you're not like, is this something that isn't like, a lot of people do TikTok, YouTube, and all that, and these kinds of things to really make this their career. Is that something you're interested in? Nah, I'm just doing it for fun at this point. Yeah. A couple bucks is an extra couple bucks. Yeah, well, creator fund's pretty nice. Yeah. Uh, nothing crazy. I got, like, the tail end of my two viral videos, uh, but at 120 bucks. Yeah, that's what I got. I was really upset about. I ended up having a video come out myself. I reached 2.1 mil. Ended up getting taken down because it was. Do you remember the challenge with Trey Lander and everyone was doing <laughs> like mumbling like him? No, I got no clue. <laughs> Basically, the guy he would always talk like this, and everyone made fun of him. It was a big trend going around, and I did the same thing. But for some reason, mine deemed to be more bully worthy and more, I guess, bad than everyone else's for some reason. So. Mm -hmm. I didn't even get to collect, you know, the $100, $200 that was probably in there. And I'm stuck to getting like 200 views. And it's like, you know what I mean? So with that being said, since that isn't really your... Yeah, for me... Go ahead. Oh, sorry. I was letting you finish. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. I was, uh, all I was going to ask was if that isn't like, you know, your motivation to be, you know... Uh, entertainer, what do you plan on, you know, with your life? What is, what is your profession? What do you want to get into? Sorry. So right now, I actually pretty much starting my long-term career. I work at a cabinet shop uh, full-time Monday through Friday. I actually run and operate their CNC there. Uh, and then we... So what I work at. Huh? What exactly is CNC? Honestly, I have no clue. I get <laughs> way too much money to do what I do, and I have no clue what I do. 
that's pretty funny, bro. Um, I'll be honest, I, I'm on my phone probably close to like six hours a day while I'm at work. What do you like? I know you, you said you don't know exactly what the title means, but what exactly do you do? Like, So I'm in charge of actually cutting out all of the cabinets that we build. So I, I pretty much I'll go up to my boss. He hands me a flash drive that has all the files on it. And then I just have my bunks of material, which I then slide onto the machine and push a few buttons and it cuts it out. I got you. Okay, so you're kind of like the head runner of that section. Basically, yeah. So, like, without me, there'd be no cabinets to build. I got you. Okay. So, before we head into any further of that section, I do want to understand, you know, where you came from and who you are. So, may I ask, and would you let everyone know if you don't mind, where exactly, what state you're from, um, and who you are? What's your story? Who are you? So I'm right now living in Nebraska. I've I've actually lived like both coasts. I've been to California. I lived in California. Uh, lived in North Carolina. I went to Japan and then came here. Uh, basically, my dad was military, and so we moved around a lot. I gotcha. Uh, yeah. So was that I've gotten was that rough? from all over the country? Uh. In certain aspects, other aspects, it's nice. Right. Uh, so, like, honestly, like, losing people, probably never been easier just due to the fact that I'm like, oh, I'm friends with you now and lost you because I moved away two years later. So losing friends hasn't been hard. Right. It's something you're kind of used to. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with you. Uh, yeah. Other than that, what got you into? Did you practice chugging drinks or? So honestly, what got me into it? I just was scrolling through TikTok one day. I saw a dude just down a glass really fast, and it was like him actually trying to teach people how to do it. And so I went, and I was like, "Fuck it, let's try it." And then I fucking almost drowned. <laughs> and <laughs> from there, I was just determined. I've always been, once I want to try something, we're going to do it until I've mastered it. Uh, yeah. That, to be honest, that can be a very good and sometimes very bad mindset. Yup. <laughs> so what got you into the uh, axe throwing? Uh... I've thrown axes and knives since I was, like, six years old. Uh, we've just had axe-throwing targets in the backyard or knife-throwing targets. And then uh, when we moved to Nebraska, there was a couple of venues that started to pop up. And so I joined their league and then uh, ended up actually leaving that venue to go work at my current venue that I'm at. Uh, but it's... Like, trying to think of how to say it. It is very political in the axe-throwing community, not like actual politics, but between the different groups of people. Hmm. Would you mind going into that? So, in axe-throwing, you've got the IATF League, or NATF, I don't know what they call themselves now, 
Uh, and then you have the World Axe Throwing League. Uh, two very similar concepts. However, at the same time, they're different in how they play their games. Uh, IATF is the people who run it are a lot better. Uh, the people who work at the World Axe Throwing League, I, I very much dislike the guy. Uh, he's personally reached out to people that I worked for to have me remove my videos because it set a bad name for the World Axe Throwing League. Uh, he's shut down other people's like private businesses because it hurt his business. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, like, how so? Like, how did like hurt his business? Like, other axe throwing businesses? So, it's mainly axe makers. So, the people or the World Axe Throwing League, they have their own line of axes, kind of like how people release like their merch lines. It's just their types of axes, and they want people to buy their axes and use their axes. So people who tried to have a similar-looking axe head shape to the way that theirs looked and that were, I guess, copies, they were basically told, like, if you use this, you will be banned and disqualified from the World Axe Throwing League. So it's kind of like when you get into baseball and you have a uh, certain size barrel on your back. Kind of, yeah. So, the, yeah, there's always been, like, size restrictions and everything, but, like, kind of like how you've got different styles of bats or different lengths or sizes or stuff like that. There's different models of axes that you can have, and some or the World Axe Throwing League people, guy's name is Mario. He is dickhead, but uh, he he came out with an axe called the butcher and it was basically like all of the maximum sizes. So that way you could have the best chance of hitting what you're going for. And another company decided to make a axe that was the exact same. It looked almost the exact same. Uh, and the world axe throwing league people said, Hey, if you are caught using a replica axe, you will be banned and disqualified because you're basically not buying ours. That's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, so that was one of the things that made me want to leave that and just how controlling they were. Like, I had to remove three of my videos because they threatened the venue that I was at. They said, if you don't remove the videos, then we will strip you of being affiliated with us. And, yeah. So who are you with now? Right now, I work at a place called Axe Games. It's it's just a fa family place, not not at all competitive or anything like that. Much much more laid back, and I can do what I want. I got you. I got you. Um, mm -hmm. Now, with that being said, I remember you saying on one of the Snapchats. Anyone who is interested in listening to uh, right now on the podcast, if you're interested in adding Dominic Chilson and I, Matt. Go ahead and just add me, and I'll make sure that Dominic and Matt will be tagged in the story. Um, but other than that, I remember you saying in a Snapchat that a lot of times you don't really like to do alcoholic drinks as much as you would like to do water. Uh, is there a reason for that? Is it because the alcohol hurts your stomach? Is it 
mainly because I'm under 21. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <man>. Makes sense. <laughs> I try that, and I don't want to overdo it if I do have alcohol. Just I want to be safe with the way that I'm drinking. Like, I'll have drinks, but I'm not going to just down eight drinks in a matter of 15 minutes. Right. I remember so another snap. Go ahead. Oh, so I can, like, I can down eight drinks in two minutes, but I'm going to do it with water or something like that. And it's mainly just like a volume challenge, not necessarily an alcohol challenge. I got you. Would you mind give us, uh, giving us tips and anyone listening tips on how to chug? Honestly, I don't. It's really hard to explain to someone. So you know how like you can use your diaphragm and you can make yourself burp? And so like you can be like. Yeah. Like do an inward burp. So if you hold that inward burp, and just continue to breathe in through like your stomach, you're able to just hold your throat open and you can just pour it down. And you'll actually like hear and like feel your stomach just fill with air. (laughs) And so instead of filling it with air, you'll just fill it with a liquid. And how do you know if you're doing it? How do you know if you're doing it wrong? You're doing it? What do you mean? So, anyone who is listening, I don't recommend just picking up a glass of water right now and trying this. I definitely might recommend, like, at least researching it a little bit and doing it, like, practicing it. But, yeah, how do you know, like, if anyone does try it, how do you know beforehand actually trying it that you're doing it wrong? So, like I said, like, when you do it, your stomach will fill with air and you'll you'll feel air flowing into your stomach super quickly because you're essentially like just opening a hole. And so stuff has to go down there. Um, I got you. And so if you try and pour something down and it doesn't hit your, or it doesn't go down the right pipe, you'll almost immediately know. (laughs) Just start coughing and shit. Oh yeah, there. I I have a few videos saved where like I go to down down something and my the the stomach tube opens up just slightly too slow, and so the first bit goes down my air pipe and then I'm just sitting there just coughing and like it looks so bad for like five minutes where I'm just sitting there hacking over the sink trying to get the last bit of water out of my fucking lungs. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I definitely hope you be careful with that, because being a med student, that scares the shit out of me <laughs> hearing that. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh... It's scary sometimes. So you've had pretty some pretty bad experiences doing this. Uh-oh. I'd say maybe, like, two really bad ones. Other than that, like, I might, like, have a couple drops just go down and I just cough and then I'm good. But other, I've only had like two that actually scared me because of how bad they were. Right. Do you mind getting into detail? Uh, really like, so I'm, I'm sure you've seen my snorkels. Yeah. Things that like clip onto the top of a bottle. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. so those are what it was, and I can I can down a twelve ounce bottle of something in close to half a second. Uh, and so because of that, I've the suction's still there, and so it'll pull that liquid out almost immediately. And so if my throat doesn't open up immediately, it just goes directly down. And I have to basically, like, pump out 12 ounces of water out of my lungs. (laughs) Jesus Christ. So you had to go do a whole hospital and everything. No, just a whole lot of, like, just coughing and eventually it all comes out. (laughs) You just sneeze it all out, basically. Cough it all up. Yeah, that... That or like if it's going down my long or going down my th- uh, stomach and then I close that up just too early, it'll actually like come out the nose and that's no fun. Yeah. So uh, with all of this happening, is there a specific drink you will never do this with? Like, is there something that you'll never even consider doing it with? Uh, so there's a guy, so the chugging people, we, there's actually a very large group of us and we, we're all in like a group chat together. And one of the guys actually decided that he was going to chug apple cider vinegar. I will never do that. Holy shit. It wasn't even like a small thing. It was like a 36 or 40 ounce bottle of apple cider vinegar. That must fuck up your stomach if you do that. Like, it'll fuck up your pH and shit, right? Uh, It'll cleanse your system, but you're not going to, like, you're not going to die. You're not strong enough or anything. No, you're not going to get. He he downed it. He downed it, walked off camera, and you just hear it all come right back out. Oh, my Uh, God. It was awful. (laughs) That is nasty. Oh, my God. One that I will never do again is spicy V8. What's spicy V8? Is have you ever had the V8 vegetable juice? Yeah. So think of that, but spicy. Why would you make a drink that's what? spicy? That doesn't even make. Why would that exist? <laughs> uh, it's mainly used for. Oh, uh, what's it called? That's like a cleaning product or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, shoot, it's a. Bloody Marys. Oh, okay. Okay. I guess that makes That's sense. what it's mainly used for. And you just... Would you... How about... I have a challenge for you. Hmm. Would you ever consider downing a whole cup of... A hot cup of coffee? I've done warm. I won't do hot. Like, scalding hot. Right, right. Right. But it's still coffee. Yeah. I, uh, that's not bad. Really? Yeah. I, I, I think it's warm, I guess it wouldn't be that bad. Yeah, but, you know, caffeine is a natural laxative. I'm sure you had to shit your brains out after drinking. Oh, you think, dude, I have a problem with caffeine. I probably have close to, like, 800 milligrams of caffeine a day. <laughs> Holy shit. I don't even have that much, and I take pre-workout before I work it, so... <laughs> Yeah, you know the, the C4s in the cans? Yeah. 
Yeah, so I poured one of those into a glass and downed it instantly. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking beast, dude. Jesus. Yeah, that's that's nothing. I do that almost every day. Now, what about creamer? I don't do creamer. <laughs> Is it just nasty to you? Dairy hurts my stomach. <laughs> oh, I got you. I'm the same way, yeah. You can say creamer's fucking delicious. Well, it's like all sweetened and shit. Well, uh, yeah, some of us can't have it. <laughs> I know you'll never know. I'll never know the one reason. We can have it. There's just consequences. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so to get into more depth of, like, who you really are, were you homeschooled or were you going to public schools, transferring all the time? I went to public school almost every, well, single time. I uh, graduated semester early. Could have graduated a whole year early if I wanted, but I would say half of the uh, senior year. I got you. Okay. So it was like. Yeah. See, in my opinion, I moved from Philadelphia to Northern PA, and even that was fucking tough for me, you know what I mean? So I couldn't imagine going all over the world, all over the United States, because I'm the type of person to be like, I want friends, you know what I mean? I didn't really necessarily have parents, I wanted friends, so I was always looking for that, so that never really bothered you at all, like, just... I mean, your girlfriend, for example, like, were you able to bring her or how did that work? So I met her while I've been here in Nebraska. I've been with her for almost years now. Uh, but really, for me, it wasn't that hard. I was pretty good at just walking up to someone and being like, hey, I want to go do something. All right. I also, high school year, I just decided that I was going to try and, like, focus on stuff I need and set myself up so that way I can move out of my parents as soon as possible. So I was pretty much working 30 to 40 hours a week my morning. I got you. So you were, your year. you were really trying to get out of your parents' house so that you can make your own options. Choices. Yeah. Yeah. My parents told me that I could stay with them if I wanted to, uh, that I would have to pay them rent and then I'd still be living under their house and their rules. And so really nothing would change in terms of like my way of living. The only difference would be that I'd owe them like 600 bucks a month. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I'll just pay the 600 bucks a month and get an apartment. Right. That's what lived by my rules. <laughs> I, it was probably now here in PA. It was pretty easy to find like houses. Was it easy to find a, a place for you and your lady? Uh, I moved into an apartment with a guy. He was not the greatest guy. Uh, ended up can't or like terminating my lease early with him for legal reasons, uh, and then. My girlfriend and I, we stayed with my parents for like three or four months and then moved out and we got this place. It's pretty nice. Two bed, two bath, 1,200 square feet for just under a thousand a month. 
Wow, that is pretty nice. Yeah. So uh, I think right about now we're going to go on break. Uh, just kind of relax. So everyone who is listening, uh, we're going on break, and we'll see you guys in about five, ten minutes. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to the Silent Seminar Podcast, Silent Seminar Classroom. Uh, just to hop back into the whole uh, drinking liquids thing, um, I wanted to ask, does, you know, whether it's the whole snorkel or the uh, the tornado way it goes in the bottle, I forget the name of it, or whether you're taking it down in a regular glass, is there, does it feel different? Do you have to drink them different ways or... So it's pretty much all going down the exact same way. The Vortex, that's about the only one that's a little bit different. And that's just because it's coming out of the bottle slower. You're able to keep the biggest thing with chugging something fast is having airflow go into the bottle. Uh, So that's why I like the Snorkel. It has a straw. You can also just use a straw. And that in the chugging community is basically called a straw keto. or just drinking out of a glass, air is able to get into the bottle. The vortex is a little bit, air is able to flow into the bottle because there's a vortex in there. So everything in that middle section is all just air in between the liquid. I got you, so this way it comes down faster. Yeah, so it'll go down a lot faster. Cause like if you normally just pour something out of a bottle It'll, you'll hear it like glug, 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 glug. If you do a vortex, everything's able to all flow out in one smooth motion. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. This way it allows air to come in, push down the liquid. Yeah. So think of, think of it kind of like if you were to shotgun something, like you can pop the hole in the bottom of the can, and you can you can drink it. This is going to be real slow, but the second that that seal on the top, it allows air to go into the top or into the top of the can. Right. So that's basically what all of our. Well, I also wanted to. With extra steps. I wanted to also ask about, like, when you do it in a glass, right? Is, is that the easiest way to learn it first? Like, when someone's doing it the first time is that the easiest way or would you suggest buying a snorkel or uh yeah if you use uh, code dom at checkout you get 10 percent off if you go to scuba beer (laughs) everyone go go to scuba gear 10 percent off (laughs) uh no but it really is up to uh, personal opinion for me i learned uh, doing, uh, what is it? The straw pedo. So literally just a little bendy straw that goes into the bottle and just downing it like that. Um, that's how I learned. Um, other people learn through the glass. Uh, some people that I know said that it's harder to learn through the glass. It's really all up to just you as a person, you do it. I got you. So, with all this being said, with the chugging to the um, axe throwing, is there any other hobbies that you're really interested in? 
So really the only other big one that I have is electric longboarding. I've been doing that for probably four years now. Did you uh, skate at first and that's how you got into it? Or would you just sparked by the interest of it being electric? I started out doing longboards. I was like eight years old. Longboard was freaking longer than me. Uh, <laughs> I was able to push it around, but not well. And then I ended up getting into skateboarding. Uh, and then what kind of drew me away from skateboarding was I was learning tricks and stuff. But for me, what really interested me was clearing stairs and gaps. And I, I almost shattered my, I don't remember what bone it is. So the one in your shin, that bone. That definitely hurts. Clear a gap. And that for me So it was like, you know, I think I'm going to all board like when oh, this was like right when longboarding had or electric longboarding had just started to become a thing. Casey Neistat with Boosted had started posting his videos, stuff like that. Right. Uh, we have been on this podcast for quite some time now. I think we reached about 45 minutes. I had a really fun time. I was actually really interested. I will say for the longest time, I was really interested in being able to actually be able to sit down, talk to you and meet you. I hope we can actually continue uh, some form of a friendship online. But other than that, you know, that was, I actually had a lot of fun. It was really nice meeting you. Uh, Matt, did you have fun? Yeah. How about you, Dom? Yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, with that being said, I want everyone right now, seriously, <clears throat> go check out Dominic Chilson on uh, TikTok. What up? Shout, shout yourself out, bro. I, I got it on Instagram, TikTok, and Snapchat are pretty much my only three. Instagram, I'm not really active, but that same thing, just Dominic underscore Chilson. All right, bet, bet. Uh, so uh, that's the end of the podcast, I hope. Everyone listening to this podcast enjoyed it. Um, that's all I've really got for today. Shit. I actually had a little, a lot of fun. It was really nice meeting you. Um, you too. Stay silent.